بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد أنا عائد بن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه أنه دخل على عبيد الله بن زياد فقال له أي بني إني سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إن شر الرعاء الحطمة فإياك أن تكون منهم متفق عليه Aiz bin Amr radiyallahu ta'ala anhu is the narrator of this particular hadith. We find that in the entire kitab, this is the only narration from Aiz bin Amr radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. He says that he entered upon Ubaidullah bin Ziyad. Ubaidullah bin Ziyad was the leader of Iraq. And he was also the leader at the time of the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu. This particular incident of, perhaps occurred prior to that, where Aiz bin Amr says that he advised Ubaidullah bin Ziyad, he said, Ay Bunayya, O my beloved son, I have heard from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Nabiya Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the worst of leaders, the worst of leaders are those who will be harsh upon their subjects. So I advise you that be cautious that you do not become amongst those people that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has referred to as the worst of leaders. This theme has passed in a few ahadiths prior to this also, that when you are given a position of authority and leadership, then do not let this lead this to you, cause you to oppress those that are within the purview of your leadership, nor should you be unnecessarily harsh or cruel or evil towards them. Allah's Rasul referred to such people as the worst type of leaders. The manner in which he addressed Ubaidullah bin Ziyad, Ay Bunayya, O my beloved son, from this an important lesson is learned that those who are our leaders or given positions of authority, counsel should be given to them. But it should be given with compassion, with concern, and in an appropriate manner. As we see in the next narration also where counsel is given in this instance to Sayyidina Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Anabi Maryam al-Azdi radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Annahu qala li Muawiyah radiallahu anhu. سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول من ولاه الله شيئا من أمور المسلمين فاحتجب دون حاجتهم وخلتهم وفقرهم احتجب الله دون حاجته وخلته وفقره يوم القيامة فجعل معاوية رجلا على حوائج الناس رواب أبو داود والترمذي Abu Maryam al-Azdi radiallahu ta'ala anhu said to Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu that I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying this was obviously during the khilafat of Sayyidina Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Muawiyah is the leader or the khalifa of the Muslim ummah at that time. So Abu Maryam al-Azdi gives him advice. He says to him, that I heard from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that anyone who is given any authority over any of the affairs of the Muslim ummah, 
فَاحْتَجَبَ دُونَ جَحَاجَتِهِمْ Then he becomes blind to their needs, to their necessity, to their poverty. Person is a leader, is given a position of authority amongst his subjects. Obviously there are those who will have some sort of need. There will be those who are poor, there will be welfare cases, etc. The leader blinds himself to their need, distances himself, makes it impossible for them to reach him. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that such a leader, Allah Ta'ala will blind himself to the needs and to the poverty and to the necessities of this person on the Day of Judgment. As you will deal with Allah's creation, Allah will deal with you. If you are in the service of people, Allah will be in your service. Allah will make things easy for you. If you turn a back to the needs of people, particularly when you are a leader or you are a person of authority, then Allah Ta'ala, the punishment of this Rasulullah says, on the day of your greatest need, that is the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala will blind himself to your need. Allah Ta'ala will not fulfill your necessities and Allah will not address your poverty on that day as you dealt with the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abu Maryam Azdi says that when this advice was given to Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu, thereafter Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu appointed someone who would take care or would see to the needs of the people. In other words, a person was specially appointed during the Khilafat of Sayyidina Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu that anybody who has any need or any poverty could approach such a person and this person would raise the matter to Sayyidina Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu. This brings us to the end of that chapter, the new chapter which Imam Nawi rahimahullah, obviously with the link with the previous chapter, Bab al-Wali al-Adil, the chap- chapter which deals with <coughs> literal translation of this, al-Wali al-Adil, in other words, the just ruler. As I mentioned previously, <coughs> by just ruler is not only meant in the context of an Islamic state, we heard the hadith when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ulun an ra'iyatihi. Every one of you is a shepherd. And Allah Ta'ala is going to question you with regards to your flock. So a father in his home, he is the ruler. A mother over her children, she is the ruler. A teacher in a madrasa, he is the, technically a ruler. In other words, a person given a position of authority. When you are in a position of authority, the basic fundamental requirement is al-adl, is to be just. Do not be on the side of the oppressor. Fulfill the haqq and the right of the position which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. Obviously, the first context in which these ahadith refer to is in an Islamic context, the qazi or the judge or the ruler that is appointed over the state. Such a person... On the one hand, Adal, as we mentioned previously, ulama kiram said that if you have to contextualize the whole of deen in one word, it would be Adal. Al-Islamu ibaratun anil Adal. Islam is a representation or a manifestation of absolute justice. Allah has commanded us always to be just, to not fall on the side of the oppressor. لَيَأْتِيَنَّ عَلَى الْقَاضِ الْعَدَلِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ سَعَى 
يتمنى أنه لم يقضي بين اثنين في ثمرة قط. Nabi said that a just ruler or a just qadi, judge, there will come upon a time upon him on the day of judgment that he will wish he had not adjudicated between two people even over a piece of fruit or a date also. In other words, on the day of judgment, he will be taken to task. Were you just or were you unjust? And such is the fear of that day that he will wish that he had not adjudicated over even a simple minor thing between two people. On the one hand, the warning. On the other hand, the great promises of reward. Rasulullah said, min imamin adil afdal min ibadati sana. He said, one day of justice. Person is a judge and he adjudicates with justice. Person is given a position of authority and he is adil, he is just. Nabi Salaam said, one day, one day where a qadi or even a lawyer has to be on the side of justice, it is better or more virtuous than 60 years of ibadat. Comes in the riwayat, qiyamu layliha wa siyamu nihariha. 60 years where a person fasted every day and read salah every night. If you are just, if you are adil, better than 60 years of ibadat is one day wherein you disseminate justice. Allah Ta'ala says, the first verse passed in the previous chapter, we dealt with it in great detail. It is referred to as Adalu Ayatin Fil Quran, the most just verse of the Quran. In Allah Ya'amuru Bil Adli Wal Ihsani Wa Yita'idil Qurba. Allah commands you with justice, with goodness with giving your relatives Allah Ta'ala prohibits you from all forms of lewdness, shamelessness the disobedience of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and from oppression Allah Ta'ala is giving you advice so that you may heed the next verse Allah Ta'ala وَأَقْسِطُوا Allah Ta'ala says, be just. Be, in other words, adopt qist. Qist means justice. Avoid oppression. Allah Ta'ala loves those that are just. The first hadith, Imam Nawi rahimullah, brings in this chapter, this hadith passed previously. Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala narrates, and Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال سبعة يظلهم الله في ظله يوم لا ظل إلا ظله إمام عادل وشاب نشأ في عبادة الله تعالى ورجل قلبه معلق في المساجد ورجلان تحابا في الله اجتماع عليه وتفرق عليه ورجل دعته امرأة ذات منصب وجمال فقال إني أخاف الله وَرَجُلٌ تَصَدَّقَ بِصَدَقَ فَأَخْفَاهَ حَتَّى لَا تَعْلَمَ شِمَالُهُ مَا تُنْفِقُ يَمِينُهُ وَرَجُلٌ ذَكَرَ اللَّهَ خَالِيًا فَفَاضَدْ عَيْنَاهُ مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ This is a very very comprehensive hadith and the categories which Nabi Apaq has mentioned in it even though it passed previously it is now a faida and benefit to pay special attention to this 
Allah's Rasul refers to the day of judgment, a day wherein the sun will be brought right over our heads. Humanity will be resurrected completely naked initially. The alam of khawf and fear on that day will be such that no one will even be, have the courage to raise his gaze. A day when the greatest need will be to find some form of shade. Great intense heat of that day. Allah Ta'ala protect us. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Abu Huraira is the narrator, that on that day there are seven categories of people. Allah Ta'ala will give them shade. Allah will shade them underneath His Arsh on a day when there will be no other shade besides the shade of Allah's Arsh. Before we continue with the seven categories, we should bear in mind that in this hadith, Nabi Sallallahu said seven people will be given shade, seven categories referring to seven types of amal. Like this, there are other ahadith where ulama kiram have enumerated up to 20. In some instances, some scholars have written up to 70 different categories of people where Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said or inferred that they will be given shade underneath the arsh of Allah Ta'ala on the day when there will be no other shade besides the shade of Allah's arsh. So it's not only these seven. Like we mentioned in other hadiths, up to 20 different types of good deeds are referred to. In this particular hadith, based on obviously the needs of the audience or the time, Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam specifically highlighted seven things. Inshallah we'll continue.